Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back, finally, to the Fuel Better podcast. My name is Evan Lynch. I am your host, as always, and in this episode, we are going to talk about comfort eating. So strap in and get ready to enjoy this one. So, guys, I suppose... Anyone who has been a regular listener to all four episodes, it's still a young podcast. Um, We will get to the 100 episode mark someday. You will likely have noticed that there has been a considerable gap between episode four and today's episode five. So I just thought I would explain my absence of about six to seven weeks, maybe. So since I've recorded my last episode, I have been married on my honeymoon, I spent a few days in hospital. My partner and daughter were also in hospital and I had a very, very big professional exam to prepare for. So between all that, the podcast just slipped the cracks. However, back in the land of normality now, so I do intend to make this a more regular installment, which is good for you because you know you can get your weekly dose of nutrition information and common sense dietary advice. So I've already mentioned in the intro that we're going to talk about comfort eating today. A lot of people don't realize they comfort eat. And I guess, you know, just to put some substance and context to it, when I say comfort eating, what am I talking about? There's this movie depiction of comfort eating where it's someone after their boyfriend or girlfriend has broken up with them and they're either slamming down beers or power eating a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream whilst watching The Notebook. That's a form of comfort eating. That's quite a quite an extreme soothing mechanism. Most people don't necessarily have to have a traumatic life event to experience comfort eating. Odds are you comfort eat on a daily basis. So technically or, you know, Uh, Scientifically speaking, comfort eating is the act of soothing any form of negative emotion via the medium of food. So when I say negative emotion, what am I talking about? Stress, anxiety, anger, boredom, fear, to name a few. And it's interesting, if we look at the backdrop of the COVID-19 pandemic, which is a year and a half strong at this stage, stress, anxiety, fear, Possibly boredom and isolation have become very common emotions, you know. We're indoors, we're working from home, we're segregated from people we like, we can't do the things we like to do normally, and there's the ever-present threat of getting this new illness. That's pretty stressful. It's not a coincidence that we've seen an increase in people comfort eating. We've seen weight gain. We've seen health deteriorate. I put up a post on my social media recently about people struggling to manage weight during the pandemic, which is something I've come across lots. If you think about it, 
you're housebound, you're in just a little box, it's not as easy to exercise and there's food everywhere and you're stressed. Your calorie output is much, much lower and the likelihood that your calorie intake is going to be dramatically increased are both facts that live simultaneously. If you consume an excess of 100 calories a day surplus to your requirements, mathematically speaking, you'd stand to have gained somewhere between 6 and 7 kilos of pure body fat if you've done that consistently over the last year and a half, which a lot of people have done. And comfort eating is one of the one of the causal factors there. So, you know, comfort eating is something that people don't like to talk about because they, you know, they find it embarrassing or shameful or they don't want to admit that, yes, I indeed comfort eat. So here's a very normal, common example of comfort eating. Can you go to the cinema without eating popcorn? Can you just sit there and watch a movie? I bet you can't. Can you sit down on your couch in your sitting room or living room after a long day of work, college, just being anxious, whatever it is you do during the day, um, and just sit there and watch TV or just drink a cup of tea or have a conversation? I'll be shocked if you can do that. Most people can't. We live in a culture and environment now where everything is about 156 miles an hour. You're looking at two screens all the time. There's this constant stimulation and if you open up your phone, there are hundreds of bits of information attacking you at every given second. We've grown accustomed to that level of stimulation. So in the evening when it drops off, when you're tired, when there's no one watching and you're now bored, you don't know how to deal with that. There is, you know, there's a parallel you can draw to this in some people with intellectual disabilities they do something called self-stimming or self-stimulating it might be a repetitive action with the hand the head rocking shaking and and it's for the more or less the same reason it's a soothing mechanism in normal healthy lay populations well-adjusted adults this is their version of this so when we're bored we, we don't know how to just be bored. We're not equipped to deal with that emotion. And some, some psychologists actually have boredom and happiness as opposite sides of the same coin. It's not happy and sad as we often think. It's happiness and boredom. So when we're bored, it's very uncomfortable. We don't know what to do. So we reach for something like a bag of crisps, a popcorn, something that requires lots of hand action. So you're reaching into the bag, grabbing some stuff, like one of those arcade machines, bring it to your mouth, chew it, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. That could take 20, 30 minutes. And it's also interesting that when you have the urge to comfort eat, you will find that you very rarely want to go for things like salad or, you know, low-fat Greek yogurt with some nuts in it or a piece of fruit. And there's a very good reason for that. When you are stressed, anxious, any of those things again, your brain has experienced you eating junk food before. So when you have a food and it has, I'm going to call it the trifecta, sugar, salt and fat, when it has varying degrees of those things in it, your brain gets a massive serotonin spike. So your hypothalamus kind of kicks into action and tells you that "Hmm, this is really nice. This is a really great thing. And it comforts you. Hence, comfort eating. It relaxes you. It soothes you. 
it's not a surprise it's called comfort eating it's not a surprise you find yourself subconsciously reaching for these food items when you find yourself again bored stressed anxious angry sad because it helps temporarily so that's that's what comfort eating is i hope i've explained that i realize i've kind of gone off on a tangent here i've i've forgotten how to be a podcast uh host but i think i think uh, i've gotten my point across so let's let's look at why comfort eating is more likely to happen in your own house this is a conversation i have an awful lot with clients so strap in it, i think you might find this interesting you're in your house you're in your living room your sitting room kitchen whatever it's your house you're the boss or at least you know you're you're not going to be judged there it's not full of strangers there's no social etiquette there what do i mean by social etiquette well in Clonmel, anywhere where I'm from, if I was trying to imagine two places where I would be liable to eat a bar of chocolate, if I picked either O'Connell Street, which is the main street in town, or my kitchen, I'm going to eat it in my kitchen and where people cannot see me and cannot judge me. There's almost a bit of a social contract that you don't eat junk food or comfort eat in public. Number one, some people think it's shameful. Number two, some people think it's embarrassing. Number three, it just kind of seems wrong, okay? So you're more likely to comfort eat when there are no eyes to watch you, which again kind of adds to the stigma and the shame of it, making you more likely to feel increasingly negative about yourself as you do it, which leads to further comfort eating. Bit of a vicious cycle. So I think key number one here is if we stop looking at food as either good or bad and stop judging other people's food behaviors, comfort eating will become an awful lot less endemic didn't want to use the word pandemic because it's it's pretty overused at the moment so that's the the environment side of it the the people cannot see you so it's easier for you to just do whatever you want without fear of being judged so that often is what holds people back for fear of being judged um if you're in public and you're going to eat, you're going to get a juice, something that's healthy. As again, in normal culture, there's this perception and if you eat healthy, you're a better person. It's not true. It's just what people think. The second part of this puzzle, you know, there's a lower barrier of entry to junk food in your house. So let's again, in, in my house, it's an open. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plan. I can see all of the kitchen presses from my couch. And in the evening time, I am frequently tired because I have a child, a business, doing a master's degree, 
my partner more or less has the same amount of balls to juggle so you're pretty zapped you're sitting on the couch and the difference between being in an environment like that and let's say in town or having to leave home to get junk food it's a lot easier the barrier of entry is much much easier for me it takes about nine steps to a press open it and get what i want then go sit back down very very easy to do there's not much inertia involved and this is where the common nutrition advice of modify your food environment comes into play so odds are if you don't have junk food in your house when you have the urge to comfort eat you're very unlikely to get into your car and drive to a shop unless you're particularly anxious or stressed or you have particularly ingrained habits of doing comfort eating tactics or mechanisms so if you make that level of inertia a little bit higher or you raise that barrier it makes it less likely that you're going to engage in said comfort eating so that's that's the second part of this parcel i suppose the next thing i'm going to talk about it doesn't necessarily affect everyone and it's not necessarily a homogenous trait in those comfort eat but there is i guess a reward aspect to junk food that a lot of people engage in i've had a tough day i deserve x y and z or you know what i'm really tired of course i can have a bar of chocolate or 56 biscuits whatever that has nothing really to do with comfort eating it's just you know a frame of thought that makes you more likely to how would i put this justify whatever you want to yourself so if you have food as a reward mechanism anytime you feel the desire to go off track or to be a little bit hedonistic hedonism by the way is the, the psychological word for you engaging in actions that make you feel pleasure or satisfy you it's typically thought of as a very poor way to live your life as it doesn't result in a lot of self-satisfaction or fulfillment only in that moment so you can justify your hedonistic tendencies if you have kind of a reward justification mindset around food on the flip side of that coin if that's you you'll also get food guilt because you may not feel like you've deserved what you've eaten and you may have to exercise excessively to justify or validate your decisions it's actually a very effective way to give yourself an eating disorder or disordered eating cognitions so it doesn't affect everybody so that's that's comfort eating it's the well-adjusted person's way of dealing with stress or anxiety it doesn't help it does temporarily odds are engaging in the act of comfort eating will feel like a self-destructive thing you'll feel guilty about it you'll probably try and compensate for it for the next two or three days by flagellating yourself or having a very low calorie diet so i didn't want to make this podcast episode just a running narrative of what comfort eating is and how bad is it and all of that jazz what can we do to stop it point number one don't skip breakfast the research is pretty clear that those who skip breakfast or have lower calorie intakes earlier in the day are more likely to make it up double if not triple fold in the evening why is that you have this almost um homeostatic counter for calorie intake if your calorie intake is low imagine it as if there is an alarm in your brain that says hey we need more food here because you haven't fed us that much today and your body innately then wants to reach for high energy things i.e junk food and not salad so that's 
that's sometimes why you find yourself reaching for things like nuts, crisps, ice creams, chocolate. They've all got massive calorie content because they're all very high in fat because it's a high energy food. And you're not going to find yourself reaching for berries, kiwis, um, rice cakes because you know at some level these do not have a lot of calories in them. So don't skip breakfast and with that don't leave big gaps between your food. The hungrier you are the more likely you are to engage in comfort eating or make poorer decisions. So you should never be gone past a 7 out of 10 on the hunger scale. And branching off from that question your hunger. Is it true hunger i.e. you are developing low blood sugar it's been a while since you've eaten more than three hours so it's actually kind of a good time to have some, like uh, some food or a bit of a feeding opportunity or are you emotionally hungry are you looking to soothe something here are you bored and there's a real litmus test i like to employ myself and i suggest it to my clients it's the specificity test is my hunger specific to use a very politically incorrect uh, analogy here if you went to a poverty stricken part of the country not not the country the world even and you asked people you are hungry what would you like I don't think they'd be too fussed when someone is truly hungry they just want food not necessarily I would like Walker's crisps or I'm very hungry for two biscuits so if your hunger is specific you're not hungry you're about to comfort eat when you have that information what can you do set a 20 minute timer on your phone a countdown timer your enteric nervous system it works in let's call it 20 minute bursts so when you start eating a meal it takes your stomach 20 minutes to tell your brain listen we're full here it's why chewing your food more and slowing down helps with weight management because your your biology puts the brakes in your appetite before you eat a million calories by the same token when you get the urge to comfort these if you last the next 20 minutes without engaging with it it's called riding the wave the craving will disappear and it's stopping the big bad wolf that you have it made out to be i hope that really makes sense it does to me if it doesn't make sense dm me on instagram at elinchfitnot feel free to do that anyways if you have other questions not related to comfort eating but if you're struggling to get through that 20 minutes a glass of water some sparkling water tea or coffee if it's not too late at night will really help and just leave the room leave the triggering environment if you beat it once it'll be easier to beat again and if you make a point of beating it all the time it stops being an issue for you now this isn't to say that you should ignore every desire you get to eat junk food or food that you like or enjoy there should be parts of that in your diet but it should be appropriate and it should be controlled. So if you start exerting control over your dietary urges, you can then introduce a planned moderate portion of quote-unquote junk food on a daily basis, and then you're less likely to have these massive deviations anyway, and you'll stop playing what I like to call dietary table tennis. So that's it. That's comfort eating in a nutshell. going to keep it short and sweet today, so I hope you enjoyed this episode, found it useful, if you struggle with this, please reach out. I help people with this every day, every week. If a friend struggles with it, you know, it's, it's a difficult topic to broach. Perhaps recommend the episode. They have a listen. Something might resonate with them. At the end of the day, I'm making this podcast to help people. I don't have any big sponsors yet. If 
anyone's listening, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, so I, I literally just want to help make people more empowered in their dietary choices. So that's all for today. Keep an eye out for next week. Don't know what I'm going to talk about yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be interesting and you're going to find it very, very useful. Okay, have a great week, everybody. If you found today's episode useful, please like it, share it, maybe leave a review on Google for me. If you are interested in working with me, please reach out, DM me at elinchfitnut or head over to my website and get in touch, www.evanlynchfitnut.com. There are some spaces opening up soon in my online coaching programs. And if that's not your cup of tea, you can book in anytime that suits for an online consultation done from the comfort of your own home where we deal with topics like comfort eating, sports nutrition, tummy problems, whatever it is you need help with, reach out and I'm almost certain I can help you with it. Okay, that's all for me guys. Until next time. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com